butthole. I'm Alan Evans. And I'm Jacob. What are you doing over there? Just chilling out, man. All right. It's good yeah. to see you. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. Yeah, Jacob. I haven't seen him since uh, 12 o'clock. Yeah, right. You know, on vacation, so. Yeah, Jacob's on vacation for a week. Congratulations. You Thanks. It's well-deserved. Um, you know, it's weird. I don't take any time off ever. So, like, I had all these days that I still have to use, and, like, our um, office manager congratulated me on taking vacation. <laughs> you know, it's bad when they're like, uh, good job for taking vacation. So what are you going to do? Nothing. I'm just going to sit at home. See, there's about two years ago that Jacob uh, had vacation and stayed home. It literally got drunk and watched King of the Hill. The whole time. And the Weekenders. Yeah, and the Weekenders. Later Days. Later Days. What a great song. If you don't know the Weekenders theme song, it's by Wayne Brady. It is by Wayne Brady. It's really weird. Greatest theme song of all time. Uh, so also, uh, the audio is still a little bit of a problem, a little bit. It sounds a little bit better from the last one that, we're, yeah, I think that so. we put up. So, um, But we're going to keep working on it and try to get it like perfect how we want it. Um, so what did we even talk about last episode? Um, a was lot it of... just like a shit show of like... No, it was a lot of stuff. I mean, we talked about... I don't even remember. That's kind of sad, but I don't libertarians, remember. Libertarians, I know that. There's we some talked... libertarians in there. And that was like, it's the weird that we remember that, and it was like, a, it was like 15 <laughs> seconds. Well, it's because it's still the funniest thing to me About, of, of him going, mm, well, to drive cars, yeah. I'd like to see a little bit of comp, and, you know, yeah. and then just getting booed. That's just, yeah, you know. It's, it's hilarious. I don't remember what we talked about, you know, it's just kind of a... Well, you know what, it's a new day. It's a new day. We'll, we'll new go from board. So, I know our listeners uh, may not know this, but I know... That you're pretty fascinated with the 1970s. Yeah, I'm just gonna jump straight in. We're going straight into it. Yeah, all gas, no brakes. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) So what am I? 15? (laughs) I'm gonna take a shirtless pic on Facebook and you know in front of your Mustang. Yeah. Well, my dad's Mustang. Your dad's Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, anyway, that's not really unusual to have a crazy obsession with the 1970s, at least in today's world, because we've seen a real reemergence of of other decades. So, like, the 1980s is really prevalent and has Mm -hmm. been for, like, the past, like, seven years. Right. And now, within the past couple of years, uh, like, with the Netflix original series, Everything Sucks, we've seen a (laughs) reemergence. Yeah. (laughs) Let's take that. Lasted one season. (laughs) That one, that show single-handedly brought yeah. back 90s culture. That one show. That one show that nobody watched. Na- haven't <laughs> seen it anymore, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it like, was trying to bring forth. Yeah, right? it was trying to be a um, 90s version of Stranger Things. Yeah, te- I mean, legit. And, but yeah, and it, it wasn't. I mean, it, was, it wasn't. It know. wasn't that great. It was okay. It had its moments. Is it but still it, on there? I think it's still on there. Go watch it, guys. It's it was a shot. good, wholesome show. It was all right, you know. What? What do you want to do? Just to, what do you want to? <laughs> well, not... guy, hey, listener, if the guy, if he's just so happening to be listening to our podcast right now, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you should feel ashamed for writing the show. That's what Jacob's trying to tell you. I'm not saying that. The guy didn't he do other stuff? He's like kind of a famous writer, isn't he? Yeah, name me another thing that he's done. I don't know. I don't remember what his name was. I just remember from when we were looking at the show. But... I feel like shit because I forgot who it is too. Yeah, but oh well. To that guy, you gave it a shot. You know what? That's what dreams are made of. Yeah. You took your passion project, and then Jonah Hill did it better. So, oh yeah, oh that's what, okay. <laughs> what another great example yeah. then? Uh, but we're seeing all of this start to come back, and uh, the '90s culture is is kind of making one about like, especially on TikTok, how kids and people are dressing now. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween is really this really brought up. Uh, or popped into my mind on Halloween when I saw kids that were dressing up as people from the early 2000s. Well, that's sad. Yeah, and and I'm like. It, I'm genuinely upset because those weren't costumes. Like that's genuinely how people like went to like fucking Kmart. Right. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> they wore what these kids are wearing for Halloween. Yeah. And that's like the that's how like people in like the 1970s felt like when people are dressing up for like disco, you know, costumes. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever felt that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so like it's that's not over exaggerated, by the way. That's actually how we dressed. But out of all these past decades and the future that the future generations have attempted to revive, I would say that the 1980s are like the front runners. Yeah, it's I mean, such a, like, it's just such a unique um, fashion and stuff like that and culture that. No, it, it yeah, really it really is. is. Yeah, I mean the movies that came out were just like I mean people still watch those to this day. It, I mean like they've really gained traction again with younger people like Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. and. The Breakfast Club. Everybody watches all these movies. I watched that yesterday. But I feel like we're about to approach an 80s fatigue. You think so? Yeah, I feel like it's about to just kind of like 
fizzle out and just kind of be something that we were really attracted to, and then it will be the 90s. I mean, that's Going how, straight into the 90s? That's how everything will work. Well, not go straight in, but kind of like gradually like... Yeah. But, I mean, like, look at... What what else came back? Rugby Rugby, rugby sweaters? Fellas. Yeah, had the rugby sweaters. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Well, we, we went to the mall last, uh, well, last fall, wasn't it? And then there was, like, everything in the mall was 90s. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's all it is. But I feel like the 80s have been real big in the past seven years or so because people who were consumers of culture as children are now creators of culture. Yeah. And you... So that's kind of what's what's pressing it on, right? So that's why, like, I think soon our generation will kind of, like, you know, press more of what... You know, I don't mm-hmm. know what that has to do with the 70s, but anyway. Um, no, that's the generation. We need bell-bottom pants to come back. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes, because the 70s, those... they were crazy. From what I've heard, I'm 24. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, I haven't gone there. I don't think you have. Done. Did not go to the 70s. I've heard about the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you more. First, we have to, the in the 1970s, you know, we had a president resign and the Vietnam War was coming to an end. And America's economy was like kind of like gasping. Yeah, that going point. the gas uh, shortages and yeah. all that stuff. Iran hostage crisis. Yikes! So since we're talking, or since we're talking about the seventies in the simplest of forms, America was Fat Elvis at this point. Yeah, that's a safe assumption. Yeah, Fat Elvis. Be- <laughs> Poor Fat Elvis. <laughs> it was so close. It was so close to the end for him when he got fat. Yeah, and then he just died on the toilet. On the toilet, like, taking well, care of business. Yeah, I mean, he had to. Somebody had to. Why was Elvis, like, the hottest thing? Like, what made him, like, really hot? In, like, the 50s? Yeah. Or, like, his, are you talking about his physical attractiveness or his talent? Like, his talent. Well, like, from what I understand is that he... I and, thought you were about to say, from what I understand, he's the king of rock. Yeah, but there's a reason <laughs> why. You're like, he, um... Well, Chuck Berry, he said, was a big inspiration, right? Right, yeah. I mean, and, but it, and then Chuck Berry was really popular, but Elvis took it mainstream... And um, people could relate, I guess, to him more because he was white. Yeah. And mm. so it made that white audience really um, listen to this music that was going on. And then he uh, just became nationally popular. See, that's kind of like, or that's similar to what I've always heard about NWA. Is that they, Oh, yeah? Well, no, because their music was, I, I don't know if this is true or not, was really like they were gearing it towards suburban white kids. Oh, they brought it, like, brought that yeah. style of music mainstream. Like, it, it's kind of like the same deal, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think there's like an Eminem lyric where he said, I'm not the first person since Elvis to black music so selfishly. Well, yeah. Shout out Eminem, if you're listening. <laughs> what? Dude, that's two episodes in a row we brought up Eminem. I just realized that. <laughs> we love Eminem. <laughs> we love Eminem. We love Eminem. <laughs> What's his real name? Marshall Mathers. Yeah, stick to Eminem, you white bitch. Oh my god. What? What if he's listening? Jacob. <laughs> I highly doubt. What If he's listening, what's he going to do? He's going to go... Man, they fucking got me twisted, man. <laughs> He's gonna drop a, a diss track. If Eminem dropped a diss track, I'd be honored. At this point, I'd kill myself. You'd, you'd kill yourself. What am I supposed to do? Walk around saying, "Oh yeah, I'm the guy who got this by Eminem." It, I make just... twenty grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I make twenty grand, and Eminem's dissing me. What else do I got to live for? <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that'd be a great honor. Like I'm a nobody, and if Eminem just dissed me, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess I could stick around. Eminem. I could. I guess I could stick around. Let's set this up. Your people call my people, and by my people I mean Christian. Yeah. I would say Donnie, but I don't know if he has a phone. Right. Anyway, we're gonna get back into the seventies. This is like the first big thing I wanted to like see if you knew about. Uh, latchkey kids. Yeah, the latchkey kids. Like a term. I just found out about this recently, <clears throat> and it's fascinating. The Gen Xers. Yeah. Explain this to to me. So the latchkey kids, they call them that because. In the 70s, and obviously, you know, this had happened a little bit before, but this became really more mainstream in the 70s, is that um, women were working more often, and there was, like, an increase in divorce. So when school let out, there wasn't anybody at home to watch kids. And so these Gen Xers, um, they, they became the first, like, generation in, in mass to uh, go home and watch, take care of themselves, basically. Hmm. And they call it latchkey because they basically said it was, like, you have a key, or like a key oh. necklace. Ah, yeah, okay. That's, like See, that's the stereotypical that. image for it. Is like you'd have a <clears throat> a key necklace and you go. <laughs> You're home. one of those kids. Yeah, I'm one of those kids. One of those kids running to the YMCA after yeah. school. My and mom said I can hang out with you guys today. <laughs> yeah, and then so they would let themselves into the house and basically entertain themselves and have to, um, 
you know, they watch TV. They grew up on television. That's why, like, you get the they're the MTV generation. Um, when did that? When did Gen X end? Like um, the 80s, right? Early '80s, yeah. I think, is when it ended because that's when the millennials started. It was like the mid '80s. Um, but you yeah. and I are millennials, right? I think you're technically a Gen Z. I'm a Gen Z. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm a late millennial. I'll kind of like straddle that line a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, they basically took care of themselves. Huh. See, that should be this is this is what this whole episode is about. The 1970s were, in my opinion, from what I've read, one of the craziest times in American history. And I don't mean like the events of the 70s. I mean just how people were in general. Mm-hmm. Like. The Latchkey Kids, this since this is like the first big generation to do this, right? It's almost like everything that, like, I'm just thinking of everything that could go wrong with this. These kids that don't know are basically erasing themselves. You know how many, like, house fires probably started? Yeah, how it's many like, of these kids probably just died? It's like my mom saying, back when I was your age, I used to run the streets at night. And it's like, yeah, no wonder you got your sister smoking at age 10. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're taking care of yourself. Exactly. Right. Like, when I was a kid... I couldn't, like, go down the road without, like, you know, the registered sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we had a registered sex offender live on our road, and he would, like, when we were, like, kids, we would go down the road, and he would, like, peer out his window. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. That's so creepy. He still lives there. <laughs> he lives on, I'm, I can't put any of this in, I don't think. Why? Oh, let me just out my old neighbor as being a sick. They don't know where you live. Huh? They don't know where you live. Do you want me to say the street? No, I don't say that. There's no reason to do that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you wanted his name or anything. I need his like... name and address. Oh, okay. We, hey, guy, if you're listening to this, we need your social security number, <laughs> your uh, credit card, card number, the three numbers on the back, and yeah. the expiration month and day. Can you imagine if like we post this and saying this? And then, like, next week when we're in here recording it, the FBI just breaks in. Why would they break in for us to outing a sex offender? Huh? Because we just demanded him give us <laughs> all of his info. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. We're story. <laughs> give us the info or we're outing you as a sex Listen, offender. Listen, you've got two days. <laughs> give us everything. That's wow. really scary, though, that you were, like, that close to a sex offender. Yeah. He was real weird, too. I bet he was. Yeah, he planted beautiful flowers, though. That old sex offender. <laughs> we'll give him that. Yeah, I'll give him that. Hey, you know... But let's yeah, go ahead and go back to the 70s. But yeah, you had the kids running around the streets unsupervised, doing whatever they want. Yeah. Like, it's gotta lead to problems. Yeah. Kidnappings. Kidnappings. That's why you always hear about these crazy, nasty, really gross, like... You ever hear those, like, kidnapping stories from the 70s that are just, like, gross? No. They're just like, what do you mean no? <laughs> uh, it could be anyone. I'm not talking about one I guess it could be anyone. I'm talking about just like anyone. Like it, like serial killers in the 70s were like nasty. <laughs> were they? Do you know what so, I mean? Like what do you mean? They were just gross. Like I don't how? Know how I was explaining. They were like, let me come here. Let me, let uh, me kidnap let you. Let me touch you. <laughs> you know, like they would do weird stuff. Like, let me burn you with this. Yeah, they really like the serial killers and stuff yeah. too. Like, you know, that's prevalent. Kids, okay, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, eating just running brains. around. Yeah, eating people's brains. And he then, did. Yeah, and son of Sam's running around. Yeah. Oh, the 1970s. We had the Children of God. The Children of God. Yeah, New York blackouts and stuff. I mean, it's crazy. See, the Children of God. Do you know about that? Nah, not really. Uh, River Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. actually, his family was in it. And it's a really messed up thing. And I don't want to talk about it. You guys could look it up. Uh, it's really gross. And honestly, he said that he lost his virginity at four. Oh. From being in, it was just like a big cult. Yeah. And I guess it was really big in the 70s. That's why they all had like weird names. Like, then their sister has like a really weird name, too. Uh. Yeah, I forgot what it is. There's River. Joaquin. River Joaquin. And I think he had a different name before that, didn't he? He did. Uh, it sounded River, I think. I don't know. We're, we're not pros of... Uh... Rain. Yeah, Rain. That's their sister's name. And they someone's name, they got one named Liberty. That's their other sister. That's funny. That's funny? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, and like... Sorry, Ghost of River <laughs> Phoenix, if you're listening. And it's funny. Well, it's also funny that their name used before Phoenix. Their last name was Bottom, so his name was River Bottom. 
It's like a Doobie Brothers song. <laughs> got my boat done. Can't roll it. Got the oar on Why the Why? It's a, it's a country song. Yeah, I know. The Doobie Brothers singing country? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they were kind of country, right? Well, I don't know. Anyway, the 70s. Oh, yeah. Did By the way, I forgot to say this. I want to say it before it's off my mind. We found Darius Rucker's phone number. <laughs> and uh, I want to call him. You want to call Darius? Yeah. Let's call him right now. I'll call. We'll call him later on in the podcast. All right. I want to make you all wait. The anticipation for us to call. call we're calling Rucker Hootie probably, himself. Yeah, we're gonna call Hootie. I'm gonna say, sing it. Who is this? <laughs> sing the song. You know, did, did I tell you about earlier when he said, uh, "Fuck Tom Hanks." Oh yeah. He didn't mention us in the '90s documentary. Yeah, that's really sad though. It's. Like it's Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish might have been one of the best bands of the '90s. I will tell you this: that that album that he was referring to is very good. You're right. Like I think uh, he's up there in the top echelon with like Nirvana and um, Hootie and the Blowfish is legitimately like one of the really top good. '90s bands. Yeah. Like they're. Di- I mean, I think they fizzled out like what '95. I don't um, know. We're not. I don't know. I'm asking I'm a, you like I'm you're a, like a big Walker. a big Hootie fan expert. <laughs> Are you a hoot? I'm a hoot. <laughs> Is that what they call you? The followers of... Uh, yeah, hoots. That's another cult. The the follower of hoot. <laughs> it's just Darius Rucker. He comes out dressed as a crow. <laughs> a crow? <laughs> or an owl. I mean. Yeah, some, well, I think crow's better. Why? Because it's know. a symbol of death. Yeah. When did Darius Rucker become the Grim Reaper? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get... Oh, you see, okay, anyway. <laughs> Back to the 70s, the latchkey kids were insane, and I think that that is just, I mean, now looking at it for me, because I was kind I mean, I guess I was, I wasn't a latchkey kid, mm. but, because I was, you know, taught what to do when I was home alone. Right. But I mean, like, looking at it then, when these kids were, I mean, they j- were just handed a house key for the first time, no one mm-hmm. taught them anything, it's crazy to me that they survived. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think, I really do think a majority of them, like, just sit at home and watch TV. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Well, I mean, you also have to think about the TV shows that were out at the time. They were revolutionary home. TV shows. You get home and you're watching Evil Knievel and just doing Jesus his thing. Jesus Christ. Now, there's a guy. You guys want to talk about someone who literally personified the 1970s was a man named Robert Knievel. I have done so much research about this guy, Jacob, that I don't know where to start. So I guess, it, and I have this written down because I need to go through it because this is insane. Uh, so a lot of people, I mean, if you're outside of America and if you're in America, you definitely know who he is. Uh, you know who Evil Knievel, what he did, the, the stunts that he accomplished. He's the greatest daredevil of all time. Yeah. Easily. I mean, you know who he is because the man literally was dressed as a flag. <laughs> uh, so like, I mean, if you see that, you know, oh, that's Evil Knievel. That's another thing that you can only do in the 70s is wear the outfit that he did. Like, can you imagine someone show, like, shows up right now and is like, I'm going to put on that outfit. What are you doing wearing that flag? Not even that. Like, that tight outfit with the deep V and the cape. Like, Yeah. You know how uncomfortable and hot that must have been sitting on an Indian motorcycle and just trying to rev yeah, it up? Just going to jump the Grand Canyon, this bad boy. Yeah, I'm wearing my spandex red, white, and blues. <laughs> I don't know why Robert, or Robert <laughs> Knievel. See, that's how much I've read when I'm calling him by his name. Um... This dude embodies the 70s, like I said. He was a walking flag. And he really, what he really embodied was uh, really just the personality because he became a huge star. Right. Like, I mean, he was legitimately one of the biggest stars of the 70s, if not the biggest star Mm -hmm. of the 70s, just because of the things that he did on television. And I know that you and I were talking about the other day and how, you know, a lot, the ratings didn't really say a lot to his prominence. But it was the word of mouth and just, like, in right. general, oh, evil can evil this, like, that made him the star that he was. Like, everybody knew who he was. To get it, to give you kind of like a uh, like a, a look into his personality and just how he was in general, and also this goes and ties into my amazement of how uh, latchkey kids uh, have survived as long as they have. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a Philadelphia Eagle, and he was a linebacker, and he would show his toughness. And this is kind of like that personality, like, look at me. Mm-hmm. He ate glass. Oh, he just, like, ate glass? Yeah. And he told kids that that's how he was tough. Oh, by eating glass. Yes. So this led to a, a, an outbreak of children in Philadelphia uh, going to the emergency room 
for eating glass. And and Evil Knievel kind of did that, but instead he jumped over buses mm-hmm. and canyons, pits fulls of rattlesnakes, and literal shark tanks. Also, this is where, I, I don't know if you know any of this, uh, this little history for you. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was, I mean, he was a stuntman, but he was also a criminal. Oh, he's a criminal. Did you not know this? No, I didn't know I this. did not know this either. Uh, among other things, he was responsible for like a massive interstate burglary spree across Montana, Idaho, Washington, and Oregon. Huh. Uh, and he would scale walls, uh, and he would cut a hole in the roof of his of the target establishment. He'd lower himself down on a rope like it was fucking Michigan, <laughs> Mission Impossible, and then he'd rob them blind. Huh. And then after like a brief failed stint as a poacher, uh, he was a hunting guide. He, illegally in is this, is this after he was famous no oh, this is before he was this famous. was before he was famous. Oh, okay uh he had a failed stint as a poacher or illegal or a yeah. illegal hunter a hunting guide at yellowstone and he switched sides and successfully lobbied for the u.s government uh, to allow people to hunt the park's success elk population uh which up until then was just slaughtered and left to rot <laughs> see there you go don't be a criminal become a legal criminal become a lobbyist well, that's that's not it. <laughs> he what? also started a semi-pro hockey team. Oh, that's interesting. And he tried to take advantage of the 1960 Winter Olympics by inviting the Czechoslovakian team for an exhibition match and on the condition that he would pay for their travel costs. Um, but after realizing that he was broke and he didn't have any money to cash in for their expenses, he simply stole their team's receipts and refused to reimburse their money. Um, things got so bad that the Olympic Committee had to intervene and pay off his debts to avoid a war between the U.S. and Czechoslovakia's uh, Soviet overlords. Huh. Yeah. You know where the 1960 Olympics were held? No. Squaw Valley. Where's that? New York. In New York? Yeah. Uh, I think it's... No, it might not be... Did you just point at me? (laughs) I did just point at you. It might not be in New York. That was a. Why'd you ask me that? I was trying to say something that I know, and then you come back with that. I didn't ask you that. You told me you know. It was in Squaw Valley. I don't know where the hell Squaw Valley is. At. Squaw Valley does. It's not real. It might be in California. What is Squaw Valley? Squaw Valley. It sounds like a planet on like in the Star Wars universe. Squaw Valley is a resort in Olympic Valley, California. So there was. It was, it was in the nineteen sixty Olympics were in Squaw Valley. California. You said New York? I did say New York because I was confused with Lake Placid. You're a Biggie fan. I'm a Biggie fan. Huh. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a Biggie fan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, <clears throat> Biggie Smalls, rest in peace. I know that he'd be listening to our podcast. He definitely would. I mean, anyway, but Evil Knievel, at least he was like legitimate, I guess. Like, you know, if he, if he was going to do something, he, if he said he was going to do something, he did it. Like, you know, he said, I'm going to jump the Grand Canyon. So what's he going to do? He jumps the Grand Canyon. So today, we got people who say they're going to do stuff like that. But like that one guy who said he's going to get eaten by that snake. Everybody turned in to watch that guy get eaten which by that snake. Which is a weird, which is a weird yeah. thing everyone, to do. Everyone wanted to watch that man get eaten by that snake. I then, remember people being legitimately upset that this man was not eaten. <laughs> and then he backed by out a of snake. it. <laughs> like it's almost like a crazy fact of that a guy's like, oh, "Okay, I probably shouldn't get eaten." By this snake. <laughs> like he backed out of getting eaten by the snake. And my thing is is why would they promote it? And why would you That watch was so it? heavily promoted. I know. Watch him get eaten alive by a snake <laughs> on ABC, followed by a whole new episode of Modern Family. <laughs> My dad was so upset that that man didn't get eaten by that snake. Well, I mean, like, they need to do more things, humans versus animals on TV. I think so, too. Like, we need to see we need to see uh, Usain Bolt, like, race a cheetah or something. I feel like that's been done, too, though. Has it? it if it... Like, it seems like something that should have been done if it hasn't already. I don't think it should race, like, a cheetah. More of like a gazelle. A gazelle, yeah, something like that. Yeah, or an impala. <laughs> a deer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the car, he should be racing. Like, yeah. I should get a 2005 impala. He could and probably be beat it. He might. Well, Usain Bolt, if you're listening, how many people have been listening to Eminem? Usain Bolt. Usain um, Bolt. Biggie, who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Biggie. The Queen of England was listening to our last podcast. Oh, yeah. It was Mila Kunis. 
That was that one. <gasps> it was. From yes. the last one. If you, if you had previously listened to our Boise's podcast, which is still on, where all podcasts are available, and yeah. we actually have another episode recorded of that. So if you want to hear the last episode that we ever recorded of the Boise's podcast, which I'm, I'm pretty sure has a uh, Christian saying that we have nothing to fear with the coronavirus. Yeah. Then that's something that I think you guys will like. Yeah, what but, did I just say? But we had uh, we've been we couldn't remember who that was. Like we said something that was like really uh, about someone we thought listened to the show, and we couldn't think of who it was. And it was Mila Kunis that we said was listening to the show. Yeah. Also, if you were one of our viewers from a different country, let us know where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> where can we find you? Like a like a third grade pen pal. <laughs> what country you live in? America. <laughs> What's the state? Uh, Maine. Maine. Uh, what? Do you ever have a pen pal? Um, we did. We did pen pals one time. I don't know if it was like for just a different school. I can't remember. It was like in the third grade, but we did it like one time, and then that was it. And they just didn't want to deal with it anymore, so we stopped doing pen pals. Mm-hmm. And then we did flight Stanley. I remember that. Huh? You didn't do flight Stanley? No, I didn't do flight Stanley. <laughs> you? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I so know who you're, I know who Flat Stanley is, but I don't know if we're talking about doing him. <laughs> Did you like do that program where like you? Sit- what? what is this? <laughs> what program? What do they brainwash? <laughs> so we had to read the book Flat Stanley or whatever. It was about this guy who he's flat. <laughs> it's like you were chosen by the government. And it goes around the country or whatever. So then we made our own flight Stanleys. We had to send them to like relatives who live around the country and they'd send us a photograph with the flight Stanley in various places. <laughs> you didn't do the program. Are <laughs> they put you in a zero gravity environment? That spins Welcome back, everybody. We've just gotten back. Uh, yeah, that was, from... uh, we had to, we had a laughter <laughs> fit there. We had to take a break. <laughs> I have no clue what just happened. <laughs> apparently, the government runs a flight Stanley program. But yeah, ex- apparently, Jacob has had scientists come to his house and do experiments on him uh, for flat Stanley. A two-dimensional character. Showed up in my house one day. Apparently, and I forgot all about it. That, that's probably what you're thinking about. That weird thing, which also ties into people go back listening to the Boise's podcast. That episode that we were talking about you, and you were like, oh, there was this girl, she took her pajamas off, oh, the she pajama kept having them on. Yeah. That may have been part of that experiment when you were like in a hole somewhere in Roswell, right, Roswell yeah. New Mexico. Yeah, being tortured by Flat Stanley. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Hi, Jacob! <laughs> I have no organs! Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's two-dimensional. Two would be dead. Right. What are they going to do? What? Can you imagine you walk in there and you lift up... <laughs> Uh, the bookcase and see your child just literally an inch thick. <laughs> it's like, and maybe instead of like UFOs at Roswell, it was like a, that Flat Stanley's crash there. Yeah, and who knows? Like, Flat Stanley could be in this room and I can't see him because he'd be standing sideways. He's like that. <laughs> standing sideways, yeah. He could be standing sideways and I would never know. Right. That's like the advantage of the two dimensional form. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are we talking? I swear Sam's not over here and giving us drugs. I mean, this is we're just talking about how Jacob made flat. You know what? You know what's get next? Flat yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get him out of here. Get back to the 1970s. Uh, since you know that seems like it was an episode ago that we've talked about the 70s. Right. But anyway, uh, in the 1970s, um, there was something that was very heavily advertised that is not advertised anymore. In fact, it's heavily anti-advertised mm-hmm. uh, to the point to where it makes me want to smoke. Oh. Yeah. I'm talking about the truth. The ads. truth, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, this was smoking. And smoking would be everywhere. You'd see it on TV. You'd see it in movies. You'd see it on billboards. You'd right. hear it over the radio. The Marble Man. Huh? Like the Marble Man who's like on every billboard. Exactly. Yeah. 
Oh, or the uh, camel. The camel? Yeah, yeah. Joe, uh, Joe Cool. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. You should get a Joe Cool. No, it's I'm not sorry. Joe Cool. Is it Joe Cool? I don't know. I don't know. But I want to get... It's a camel. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk. <coughs> no, those... Yeah. I do not have COVID, by the way. What, are you looking up the name of the camel? I think it is Joe Cool. I think you're correct. And also, I don't know if this is just a weird fever dream. Joe, it was Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Cool. It was Who Joe the Cole. hell's Joe Cool? Isn't that, isn't that like Snoopy? What? <laughs> isn't Snoopy Joe Cool? No, he's Snoopy. <laughs> like, Joe, it's his alter ego. He's Joe Cool. Oh my god. <laughs> It was like Kenny G. <laughs> like, he's literally Snoopy wearing a sweatshirt that says Joe Cool on it. If anyone can find us <laughs> one word cut out of Joe Cool, we will gladly take it. Yes. Or else I will rob it from the MetLife jo- building. Yeah, because... <laughs> can I that, put that in? Well, you want to rob the MetLife building? Yeah. Yeah, because they don't sponsor Peanuts anymore, so... If oh, we're, okay, on the, so if we're only just... going there to rob Snoopy memorabilia, I don't think it exists anymore, so... Where the hell would you go to rob Snoopy memorabilia? Apple. They own peanuts now. Can you imagine me running into any Apple store with a gun saying, <laughs> Give me all the Snoopy! I want the Joe Cool stuff! <laughs> Worst robbery ever. Who robs an Apple store? You know how I mean, dumb you gotta be to do that? What do you mean? They got a lot of expensive stuff in there. Yeah, they, they can't use. That's fair. Oh, they'll sell it. They'll sell it to you. I like how we're just so gullible. We, we could walk down any street in New York and just say, Hi, would you like meth? Sure! Stabbed! <laughs> and then we'd be dead. <laughs> I don't think... I think they'd want to sell us the meth instead of kill us. I think that that one woman tried selling us meth, but she had already taken her supply. <laughs> yeah, outside of that hotel in Maryland. <laughs> what was that? And that one guy on the bus with us, he was from like, wasn't he from Manhattan? And we told him what we were going to be staying at in Jersey. And Jeez. he said, I bet you someone's going to try to sell him crack to the and bus driver. He was right. Yeah. We, we were offered crack. <laughs> you know, the city of independence gave us crack narcotics. Yeah. Anyway, back to smoking. <laughs> I don't know how we got so off topic. We're talking about Joe Cool from... getting Snoopy confused with a camel that smokes cigarettes. <laughs> um, anyway, back on topic of the 1970s and smoking. There was a specific brand that I had read about. And uh, it was a brand called Terryton. And I hope that I'm Terry-ton. pronouncing that correctly. There's still a brand. Um, and also, this could also go back to my amazement of how latchkey kids have survived this long. Because they were literally, I mean, the president smoked. Uh, Evil Knievel smoked. Uh, yeah, Anchorman smoked. smoked on the news. Like, this, smoking was everywhere. Yeah. And there was an ad that came out, and the tagline was, and I shit you not, we would rather get beat in the face than stop smoking Terraton cigarettes. Yeah. It's so there's like- that. Because I think, like, it goes back, I think there's an episode of Mad Men, and obviously I don't, this is probably, like, not historically. You're like, saying accurate. Batman? Mad Men. Oh. I <laughs> said historically accurate, where, uh, I was like, oh. Since, like, all, this was, like, right about when all the health effects of cigarettes were coming out, and there's, like, this episode where they're um, determining how to go forward with advertising cigarettes, because people are scared of them now, and they say, um, one of the suggestions is that um, they make it look like you have a death wish, like you're really cool, you're smoking cigarettes, because it's, like, because it's unhealthy. So I can imagine that someone actually ran a campaign like that where they're like, um, I don't care about the health effects. I'm still going to keep smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the ads depicted women with, like, big old shiners. Like, just smiling, smoking a cigarette. Everyone knows that, you know, domestic assault is solved with smoking. Right. I assume. I guess that was their, their thought process then. Yeah, I would imagine so. But A little weird. It's a little bit weird, but you do all the seventies were just like all kinds of crazy stuff like that would happen, like yeah, because they weren't legally that they could legally just like bypass it off. They didn't have to tell you. By the way, you're dying. Right. I think I don't know when they had to put the, like the health effects on the cartons and stuff, but um, and that one just that one actually doesn't say like specifically that um, smoking does because you weren't allowed to advertise that smoking didn't cause health effects, but you could do stuff like that and say, I'd rather, you know, get punched in the face and quit smoking. Yeah. But, um... Can you say I would rather get beaten in the face? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You couldn't say, smoking doesn't have any health effects, so I'm gonna keep smoking, but... Can you imagine now, like, if, like, commercials like that came back, 
You're sitting on there enjoying 25 Days of Christmas on Freeform. I'd rather get hit in the face with a tire iron than stop smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I mean, Here's Jingle All the Way. Yeah, I think that society would be better off. Not really. You hear that, kids? Jacob said smoke. <laughs> smoke. Oh, because all the kids listen to us. All the latchkey kids all are listening. All the latchkey kids are home listening. Yeah. <laughs> there went the audience. <laughs> no, but, um, These kids don't know what it's like. But like, look at even like baseball back then in the 70s. They had all those weird promotions, like 10-cent beer night. Yeah, and you could always look back at one of the greatest examples, which I guarantee you, you know. Disco Demolition Night. Do you know like much about that? I know a little bit. Explain. So, I think it took place in Chicago, and there was this DJ. I think he might have been from Indiana, but he hated disco. He like really hated it, and like he was like one of his big things on the radio was like anti-disco stuff. So one night they ran a promotion called Disco Demolition Night, and what they planned to do is like at some point in the game they were going to um, burn a bunch of disco <laughs> records at oh. uh, in the I don't know if it was like out in the field. And then so, they also had like this promotion where if you brought in a disco record, you get paid like some amount for it. Um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it basically descended into chaos. Like the field got torn up. The one of the team, I think it was the the White Sox, had to end up forfeiting because the, there was like mass rioting and people were just mm. burning stuff all over the field, and they had to like. I read a little bit up on it today, uh, and it was like. Apparently, he didn't want to like to fail because he didn't know if it was gonna be like mm-hmm. a big night. Because <clears throat> well, it, I, it was. the previous night, I think they only had like fourteen thousand in attendance, right? And the stadium, which I don't know what it's called at the know. time, it would have been in the <coughs> Comiskey Park. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, could only hold like forty thousand people. And on this night, Disco Demolition, they sold place, out, didn't they? It was fifty thousand. Yeah. So, because people were jumping the fences yeah. and coming into the stadium, and he had only hired security for 12,000 people. Yeah, yeah. So, after they started doing all the, after he blew it up, they started running on the They ended up field. riding, yeah. Yeah. And, but after that, they did play the game, and the White Sox lost. Oh, did they end yeah, up playing? 4-1. Um, well, it was definitely the other one, the 10-cent beer night, which is also another crazy 70s promotion. Was that in the 70s? I was in the 70s. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, that. they literally... Um, Sold at Cleveland, uh, it was the, the Cleveland Indians, and they were selling beer for 10 cents a cup. And so, and that was really cheap even back then. Like, yeah. so they, like, people by the seventh inning were just getting belligerently drunk. Yeah. And they ended up rushing the field and, like, causing another big riot. And, um, it ended up having to, like, they started, like, attacking the players, and the Texas Rangers were in town. They were the visiting team, and they ended up, like, grabbing baseball bats to go out and help the Indians fight off their own crowd. Jeez. Like, that's insane. And you don't see that happen anymore. When's the last time you seen a riot in a sporting event? Uh, Never. I guess the last one was oh, really the a Malice sporting... in the Palace. That was one, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Oh, uh, what was his name then? Um, gosh, what was his name? I forgot. Um, it's Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. Ron Artest. Ron Artest, You know, yeah. I read something about this the other day. It's funny how if you say Meta World Peace, Peace, you, you remember, Artest. yeah. I was reading this thing the other day, and apparently, like, after, like, the events were going, he, he said, you know, Ron Artest, he beat up those fans and did all that stuff, and he said to the Watch guy. Watch that video, by the way. Yeah, he said to one of the other players, he said, you think we're getting in trouble for this? <laughs> <laughs> no, Ron. <laughs> no, Ron, you're not going to get in trouble. Will we get in trouble? We laughed at that because... I when I say that he beat like he beat fans, he literally ran into the stands and started punching a fan. Yeah, and I don't mean like low level seat. Like he he ran up a bit. Yeah, he was like to fight people. He was like halfway up the first uh, first deck. So <laughs> go check that out. You don't see many fighting things like that. Anymore. Well, I guess that there they do happen. Like there was an incident that happened at, at Dodger Stadium a couple of years ago where a guy was almost paralyzed because he was beaten outside of the stadium. All by the Giants fans. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that, like, but that's different, too, because I feel like now people are kind of more, like... It's calmed down. There was that, the Steelers, there was a fight last year that got hit that hit him with a helmet and stuff. Yeah. But, like, there's not an actual, like, there hasn't, there hasn't been, like, a legitimate brawl in years. Yeah, like, well, well, I think that we're talking about, like, the riot, like... Yeah, like a riot level. people, yeah. like, done that? Yeah, like, there's no where, like, the fans are on the field yeah. tearing shit up. Never. I like, can't really remember it. Well, wasn't there a time that they tore down the, uh... The goalposts at a college? That's normal. The fans rush the field and tear down the goalposts at the end of a game. Oh. Not all of Like, if it's a big win, they'll tear them down. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's pretty normal. Hmm. But even then, like you know, they they get fined for that stuff. That's lame. I like I love it when they rush the field. Well, like to celebrate the big win, especially in the but like they don't do it in professional ranks. But if you watch anything from like like base professional baseball in the sixties and seventies when a, the team won, they like the Mets in the sixty nine World Series. After the uh, Mets won the game, the people at Shea Stadium they rushed on the field. Mm-hmm. I think it was also, I think it was when the Toronto Blue Jays maybe had won, and the fans rushed the field then too. Because he, I think uh, that was the last game. I don't know which one it was, and I don't know who hit it. I, Joe, somebody hit. A, I think it was a grand slam and won the World Series. Oh, uh, Joe Thomas. I think so. Touch them all, Joe. Touch them all, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's one of the most iconic moments. Yeah, it's a pretty sports. iconic moment in baseball and sports in general, yeah. Most iconic moment in sports recently, in my opinion, Jose Bautista smacking that home run. Really? Against the Rangers. Are and the kidding? bat flip? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't think it was like, or, iconic. Uh, or the Cubs winning the World Series. That was pretty iconic, yeah. Kobe's last game, though, when he hit, I mean, I don't think it was like an epic all-time moment. 60 when he, some when he dropped points. 60 points, yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Ain't it crazy? So let's go ahead and do this real. Let's reflect on this year. 2020 has been insane. We started out, Kobe Bryant passed away. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the Australian fires before that. Yeah, the Australian fires. Then Kobe. Kobe. COVID. COVID. Uh, murder hornets. Uh, whatever happened to them? Uh, I think... Uh, you know, I was getting prepared for the murder hornets, and they just didn't ever show up. Oh, were you? Yeah. Were I got you? a beekeeper suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Did you know that the guy who... There's so much weird stuff. So the coincidences with my with my fiancé and, and things within my life made me feel like my life is a simulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, in Oxford, Ohio, which is where her grandparents used to live... Go Miami. Yeah, go Miami. You, The guy who made the, who made the Langstroth... B thing. Mm-hmm. He lived there and made it in Oxford. Huh. But also, who lived in Oxford was uh, Walter Alston, who uh, or Alston, who was the manager of the Dodgers uh, from like the fifties to the seventies. Yeah. Well, isn't isn't Oxford known as the Harvard of Western Ohio? I don't know. Is it? I don't. <laughs> but it seems like it could be. What is it? Is it called a public Ivy League? Is, is it? That they call it. Is? That's not a real thing. Uh-oh. Murray State calls them. They used to call themselves a public ivy. That's not a real thing. We should. You should come up there with this one time because be it's fun. a really, really cool campus. Really pretty town. That's where, uh, that's where Roethlisberger went to college. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. It's where a libertarian went to college too. I forgot who it was, but I looked them up today. Go porcupines. No. That they're. Well, I have yeah. one of those shirts. You do have one before. <laughs> you swear, it's like, Alan, are you a libertarian? I guess. That's what I'd say. I guess. (laughs) I just like the shirt. And then Jacob, uh, he said, come here, child, and taught me about politics. And now I realize that uh, libertarians want to kill your babies and eat them. (laughs) That might not be true. but No. But they don't think you need a permit to do it. Right. As long as there's no (laughs) permit Exactly. They don't like permits. (laughs) That's where they get you. See, the finish up talking about the 70s, because I think that we've we've touched up on a good amount of them in the 70s. You're right. You know, really evil can evil could be the 70s. He could be the 70s, and Leonard Skinner. That's what I was about to get into, the music and the movies right. of the 1970s. The 1970s, you think of a couple of different things, the evil can evil, like, we have, like mm-hmm. we've established, disco, like we've touched on, and really... The the film of the seventies was Saturday Night Fever, which really like bumped up disco, right? Right. Yeah, because that's like that's the one that the Bee Gees are in, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So like that's where disco started. It's kind of funny. Like there's a definitive start to disco. Yeah. And there's a definitive end to disco because Disco Demolition Night is considered like the end of disco. Yeah, because I didn't know if you knew this either. After that night. Uh, when they would release new records, mm-hmm. they, it was not they didn't release them under the genre of disco. Yeah, they call it like pop or something like dance. that. Dance, dance, yeah, dance, dance music. So it wasn't even referred to anymore. It was just, yeah, it was such a. But that uh, that honestly sucks because like while disco is like you know we think okay. of it as dance yeah. music, yeah. there are people like uh, who sings uh, "I Will Survive." What's her name? Is it Gloria Gaynor? It no, may, no. Is it? A, I'm gonna feel real bad about this because I should know who this I is. I know. I feel bad too. But anyway, like you, 
people like her, like I've I've read the story of like how like she had come up with her music and wrote her music, mm-hmm. and uh, to some people, Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, you're right. She, like to that, like music, it wasn't some silly dance genre to her. It was like, it was like it her was really music, an escape to get away, just like yeah. how people were doing rock and stuff like that. But it was get, they pushed it out because it was really topping rock. Yeah, I mean, disco's I like disco. I yeah. can see where it got like you know, keep people get tired of it, but you know, it is what it is. R.I.P. The Bee Gees. They did. No, but the careers are. You know what? That was weird. Like a couple years ago, I was still living at home. I was just flipping through the channels. I was like on PBS, and they had like a a Bee Gees concert from like 1978 on there. They do that sometimes, it's, and they're dope. They're pretty cool. It was just like it, no, I wouldn't say it was like from nine. It was like a weird year because it was like way past their prime. But it's like it's the Bee Gees. It was just really weird to me. Yeah. But why are they on? Public why are they on public a, public rock, a, a random concert from like 98? Yeah, they say. This is brought to you by viewers like you. Thank, Thank you. you. Stand alive. Now, here's Ken Burns' documentary on, I don't know, Anuses. whatever. Anuses. <laughs> He'll do it over I'll, anything. I'll watch it. You see that one cloud up there? Take a picture of it. It's got a documentary. <laughs> and I'd watch it, and it'd be good. You need you need to watch the one about country music. That one's pretty good. I've watched the baseball one, which is one of my favorite documentaries. When did you watch time. the baseball one? Huh? Oh, you said you hadn't seen the baseball one. No, I watched it one day when I was in quarantine. Oh, uh, where did you? Mm-hmm. The whole series? No. <laughs> what do you think? You think I have the attention span to sit there for the whole thing? I do. Yeah, I ask if you think <laughs> that I do. That's fair. I do. You need to watch it though. It's really good. I know. We did we watch the Civil War one? We watched part of the Civil War one. Yeah, that I, was good. I haven't finished the Vietnam War because they they took it off Netflix before I could finish watching Never it. Never watched the Vietnam one. That one I've heard. It's like one of his better ones. It's I want to see that one. Yeah, it's. It was really good from what I saw, but like I, I watched it, but, and I couldn't finish it before they took it off Netflix. We should watch the Vietnam one, and then we should watch the rest of the baseball one. All right. Yeah, the baseball one's really good. We um, order a deep dish from Rick's Una. Hey, Rick, if you listen to this, you will give us a free pizza, Rick, or else. Rick does not sell deep dish because it's cracker thin crust. It's St. Louis style. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Rick sells a cracker thin style of pizza. That's what the Una pizza is. It's like a, it's like a local um, variation of St. Louis style. So he doesn't have deep dish. No, he doesn't have deep dish. It's all like really thin. It's like, where can I find deep dish? Um, I don't know. Uh, Mama's Pizza has a pizza pie. I am not ordering from Mama's Pizza. Why? They're a local. Mitchell eats there all the time. Uh. You guys don't know who Mitchell is, but if you did, then you'd understand why I'm not going to eat at Mama's <laughs> Pizza. Anyway, back to the music and the movies. Some movies that came out. I'm going to throw them out to you. You tell me if you know them. A Clockwork Orange. Uh, yeah, I know it. I I've, I've never seen it, but I've, I know it. I haven't seen it all the way through. Uh, I was supposed to read it, and I didn't. But we never took a test over it. So there you go. So it's win-win. I got out of it. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, it's a great movie. Really good one. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. I had to throw in one that had a huge cult following. Yeah. Uh, Grease. Yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Fever, like we no, had obviously. mentioned. And these two are, are my favorite 70 movie, 70s movies. Uh, a New Hope mm-hmm. and American Graffiti. Hmm. Why are you judging I'm me? Not- you, you guys just you just looked at me like I'm coming to you for a job interview. You're my father-in-law. Because you left out the movie. You left out Jaws. Okay. The, I, the, the, the invented the blockbuster, the summer blockbuster film. No. And you called it A New Hope. I just I lose respect for you for calling it that. Why? Because no one calls it that. I'm going to call it that. I'm not going to call it episode. Us real Star Wars fans don't call it A New Hope. <laughs> Do you see that door behind you? <laughs> Do you see how it like has if you slam it, it hits the door, the wall. Yeah. Turn around and look at it real quick. You see that? Yeah. I'm gonna put your head against the wall, <laughs> and then I'm gonna no, kick that you can, door. You can call it whatever you want. There's too much weird people in the Star Wars fandom that get too sensitive about those things. What 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 am I supposed to call it? If I were to if say it's I'm real, like, legitimately like like it's just Star Wars like. That's they, just what you refer. That's just to what as? you would. Refer, yeah, if you're talking about like this movie, Star Wars, that's the movie. Because you call. Um, they like, gave it a new hope afterwards. They gave right? it. A, they just called a new hope afterwards. It was originally came out of Star Wars, and that's how. It, that's what it's known as. Because they didn't plan on. They didn't. 
he he made that movie. He can say whatever he wants. He might have had. Uh, <laughs> Did you just like gaslight George Lucas? It's he's been very inconsistent. That was a very rude tone. <laughs> no, he can say whatever he wants. It's he's been very inconsistent over the years about what his vision was. Like he said one thing and Why said don't another. Why don't you just go ahead and stab a knife in his back? <laughs> I love George Lucas, but I'm just saying, like you could tell he didn't plan this whole thing out because, like he, you can. It's obvious that in Star Wars, Darth Vader was never meant to be Luke Skywalker's <laughs> father. Like Darth wasn't a title; it was literally his first name. <laughs> Like, it was very obviously referred to. <laughs> you know what, though? And I'm genuinely saying this. I would go to one of those conventions. Oh, stuff. yeah. It'd be so I would much fun. genuinely go, dude. Yeah. I think they're dope. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't dress up or anything, but I think that the people who, like, make, like, uh... The cosplayers? No, like, what's his name? Who? Uh, one of our coworkers had a husband. Oh, uh... I don't know if we can say his name. Colin, what is this? Yeah, because, well, it gives him... We could, people may look him up. Like Eminem. He doesn't or, sell anything. Well, they may... Yeah, he does. Does he sell stuff? Yeah, he, like, makes stuff for... He has, like, his own, like, company. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, like, his own company or is that company that his dad owns that he works no, for? No, it's his... It's, like, a special effects company. Oh, that's cool. Like, he 3D does, like, a bunch of, like, crazy stuff. Yeah. And he also makes, like, miniature carts, like, golf carts. or I mean, not golf carts, uh, go-karts. So, like, one of them is a, a miniature version of that dog uh, truck from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> and he, that's, like, he sets it in, like, a little clown car. That's what we need. Yeah. Like, the dude does everything. Go look him up, Colin Royster. Eminem, Biggie. The Queen, uh, Mila Kunis, and yeah, Colin Royster. Yeah, go look up Colin Royster, uh, the Queen. You can maybe have him, just so you, you feel extra safe, you can have him make you 3D uh, printouts of the Queen's guards. There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this did not go over well anyway he makes some crazy stuff yeah and but that's what people wear at like these at these conventions yeah they're the cosplay very, stuff like, yeah very really well they're really well it. done yeah we should go to one I have a I have a Facebook friend that I went to school with and he does that too he's actually a cast member at Disney but they, is it Steven? Steven Aaron yeah. yeah I think that's cool too Steven I think is like I think he knows Colin they probably do. He he makes like stuff like that too. Yeah. Like he makes props and he makes his own costumes. It's really cool. Next up, music. The greatest song, Star Wars theme song. That's it. Yeah, the Cantina song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I I don't know why I did this. I only put the 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 albums that I liked. Mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Moon. No. Uh, that's like the only album that's worth anything. I have. Okay, yeah, I was I had two Doobie Brother albums hey. on there, so it's kind of you know, so I had to limit it to one. <laughs> you can only pick one Doobie Brother song. I, yeah, I, album? I was like, well, I can only choose seven songs, so but I chose some like you know good ones. All right, these are albums. I didn't put the song titles. Oh, so now we don't know what we don't know what songs. No, are I on. mean other people aren't going to know what the songs are on these. I'm not going to know what songs are on them. Well, like a. See, why did I do this? Like on Led Zeppelin Four, I put that oh, that's, I like leaving California. Uh, that's a cashmere's good one. on there, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I don't know why. I did Give that. me another one. I'll look it up real quick. Um, Who's next by the Who has Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Screw my list because <laughs> it's George Harrison, Marvin Gaye, <laughs> George Bob Harrison, Dylan, album? John Prine, the Who. Led Zeppelin and the Doobie Brothers. Those are all good picks, though. I mean, like everyone, like everyone just knows those band names. Like those yeah. are all seventies bands too. But if someone were to just ask me, "Hey, can you just name me some like seventies bands?" I gave them that they'd beat my ass. Because it's just like such a uh, mainstream it's, list. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like why would why would Marvin Gaye and John Prine be on this list? That's Marvin Gaye was a huge star back then. Yeah, until his dad shot him. Until his dad shot him. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Can you imagine being famous and then being killed by your dad? That's like, it's like really tragic because he know. was really talented, and he was. I think he just like had recently got really, really famous. Yeah, Marvin Gaye was an attractive dude. Yeah, he was a really good looking guy, and his voice was absolutely incredible. People tell me that I sound a lot. Oh, do they? Like Marvin Gaye? Sing a few bars of uh, "Heard It Through the Grapevine." I can't right now. Yeah, right now. I can't right now. I'm tired of that one. <laughs> if I had a dime for every time someone said, hey, you say guy that sounds like Marvin Gaye, do it through the grapevine. 
I'd be a millionaire. My dad would kill me too. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> like how we congratulate each other. Everyone's notes. Um, no, but I love like on YouTube and people like I watch reactors react to like different songs and stuff on YouTube, and they'll always listen to that Leonard Skinner uh, live from the Oakland Coliseum. Uh, that's a really good concert yeah like and that just like basically if you want to know what the 70s was that one concert right there genuinely genuinely uh you could ignore the confederate flags but <laughs> yeah well you know <sighs> yeah it was a big part of their act and you know it wasn't his front the crowd is very 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 white you know we'll apologize for that already yeah. but like you know the spirit of the 70s is still there yeah, you could tell. Yeah, you could t- just because they sold it out. Everyone is insane. Nobody had shirts on. This dude's like this one guy has a mustache. Did you just say in a mustache? <laughs> yeah. This How guy- does that make that any less racist? Because <laughs> <laughs> he had a, a <laughs> several <laughs> mustaches that are racist. <laughs> like I can just visually see him from the like, mustache. What else does that say? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Just because he has a mustache doesn't mean a racist or not. <laughs> You can you can tell that this guy wasn't racist. Let me just say that you, you a, would no. It was a very straightforward mustache. Like it was very. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm just like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, I just <laughs> look. I'll show you the guy later. I don't want to see him. You can just, you can just type in mustache, <laughs> mustachy old man, and you show me any picture, and that could classify. Right now, I'm thinking of Tom Selleck. <laughs> no, this guy had like a 70s mustache. <laughs> what is What class was in your mind is a 70s stash? I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Like that one that that kid in ninth grade would have and say, give me a hug. Yeah, I'll show you later. You'll, you'll, you'll have to see it. Well, It's very, you'll, you'll get it whenever I say it. It's like, oh yeah, he's got a mustache. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll just roll with it. Like my dad has a mustache. But he was raised in the 70s, so, like, you know, that makes sense. He's <laughs> uh, going to bypass my terrible joke and tell me that your dad has a mustache? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, you do know I know what your dad looks like, right? Yeah, I'm not trying to uh, describe to you, my father. I'm just saying that, like, I said that no people have mustaches, but it makes sense because he was from the 70s. We got to move on. I said no people have mustaches. <laughs> we sound like we've been sitting in our garage with the truck running. I think the doors closed. Make sure I didn't start my car. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Anyway, music is good from the seventies. We didn't even finish talking about the Skinner. Oh yeah, we gotta go back to that. (laughs) This is why this podcast is called Down the Rabbit Hole. So we're at the um, Skinner concert, and um, you know we got this guy in front of us. He's smoking pot. It's fantastic. There's this like this. The people behind us were being like very rowdy, and it's just us Christians there too. We're listening to Curtis Lowe. I'm drunk. and It was Curtis Lowe. It was, in fact, Curtis Lowe. It was Curtis yeah, I'm Lowe. surprised you remember that and you were drunk. Yeah, well, you know. And then and I'm sitting there. You were there. really paying attention. I was. It's fucking Skinnered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> Skinnered. <laughs> so I'm watching the, uh, I'm listening to the uh, Masters at Work, and well, you just called him. I was listening to Leonard Skinner. What do you keep doing? Like I was, next, I was listening to Odin and his a group of angels. I don't what the hell are you doing? So we're listening to Leonard Skinner, and I look down and I see that some person had fallen down the. St- they were at the top row, and it's like very steep, and like this man had fallen down like several rows, and he's like spread eagled on top of like four yeah. rows down. I'm like, I turned to Alan and say, hey, look at this dumbass. He fell. Yes, okay. Jacob had, like, what, three or four beers. Yeah. The tall boys with the Bud Lights. We went, oddest group of people ever assembled to see Leonard Skinner. was my brother-in-law, my sister, and my other sister. And then I informed Jacob and Christian that I was going to be going to see Leonard Skinner that night. And then they bought tickets. Mm-hmm. So, or was it that night? No, I think we like bought these months in advance. Oh yeah, because it's their final tour. Yeah. That's why we wanted to go and hear them. It was their final tour, and they said it would sell out quick, and it did. It, it was a sold out crowd. Oh, for sure. But the seats at Robert Stadium, you have to understand, are, are... It's the Ford Center. Robert Stadium's dead. Oh god, dang. Rest in peace, Robert should Stadium. Should have V eight. What? <laughs> I said I should have V eight. I said it to myself like I'm a mental case again. <laughs> anyway. 
We go to the Ford Center. We go up all the way. We have to have some dude with uh, trying to give us Ricola take us up to our seats yeah. because it's all the way up in the Andes. <laughs> so we get all the way up there, and everyone's smoking pot, and we take our seats, and the seats that would be in front of you uh, go up to you like your ankles. So you don't really, it's not the safest place, and there's there's nothing to grab one around you. Yeah. So I'm sitting in between my sister Elizabeth and Jacob, and Christian's on the other side of him. And we're listening to Curtis Lowe, and Jacob, like, punches me on my arm and goes, ha, ha, hey, look at that dumbass, he just fell. <laughs> I look down and notice it's Christian. <laughs> Who has fallen? He had been. What happened? The people behind us were like, are, no, I don't know if they're arguing or whatever, but like, what they were, they were really drunk too. And I think they fell, and they fell into the back of him, and because we were all standing, and they knocked him down. Because <laughs> like the person behind me ended up in Christian's seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I look over and see where Christian would have been, and it is a woman. It's this large woman who's yeah. just like stuck in Christian's seat, and they're trying to like get her out. Christian literally looks like he is doing a snow like was, angel in his face. Yeah, he was like, he looked like he was crowd surfing, but he was just like stuck. Yeah, people had to maneuver him off of him like he was like, uh, like they were trying to get a ironing board through a door. They had to like, what? I don't know. I need to just an ironing board. Oh, I thought you meant, <laughs> they, they were like had yeah, to yeah, shift yeah. him. Yeah, a certain way. Since you can't see me physically, that made no sense. Just imagine trying to get a couch. Through a door. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to try to imagine getting a man who just fell off at you six rows at a Leonard Skinner. <laughs> off the man who's smoking pot behind the guy who was just like fist bumping the entire time. Yeah. What a what an odd chain of it. And then Leonard Skinner stopped the concert and came up there to check and see if we were okay. And we ended up actually going to the into the band bus. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone clapped. And everyone clapped. <laughs> No, no, we got out, we checked him in the corridor. Yeah. And then, and then that was that. The rest is history. We survived the Skinner concert. And then I did get the whole crowd to chant USA. That was fun. Oh, yeah. So Jacob, when he gets drunk, he has a uh, um, kind of like a uh, reputation of being the amp up, gas up guy. So when we went to a baseball game before, he got the entire crowd to say, what was it? Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. He also did it in a bar. Um, what else? Um, we sang, at that one time we all, at the bar we all sang Piano Man. Oh yeah, Jacob also initiated the singing of Piano Man at a bar. And then at the Skinner... God, I miss that bar. I know. That, that was is, such a nice That's what, Christian said that same, well, you know, you were in the car with him. He said that the, um... When? Maybe you weren't in the car with him. As after we dropped you off, he was talking about how, uh, Wolf's was a, uh, he liked it better than the new location. Oh, I do. Yeah, because it's such a... It's no like, shame on Josh and the crew. No, no, yeah, they had, it was good on them getting a bigger space. We, um... What were we saying? Christian's fine. Um, yeah, Christian's not dead. And we went about our merry way. Yeah, we're going to try to get Christian on here next <clears throat> week. Yeah, he's going to be still in town next week, so yeah. he, should, he should be able to do it. He's in town tonight, but he flaked on us. Probably because he's going to see his family or something. Yeah, some, something like loser. that. It's Trent and... Hey, who knows? We should get Trent. Yes, for the holiday season, we should we should get the gang back together. We yeah. should get Donnie here. Yeah, and have we a should... special Christmas where we do that thing where we talk about what with the uh, opening like random gifts that we got. Oh off. yeah, we have an idea. So Jacob and I want to start <clears throat> doing some ideas. So uh, we'll take some advice from all of you guys if you guys have any ideas for us to do anything, whether it be through the podcast or on video. We have a camera that we can also record uh, things with to put on YouTube. Because we have a YouTube channel ready to go if we ever wanted to do anything. Huh. So, yeah. Just let us know. We had an idea maybe of buying a bunch of random gifts off gift. Or, what is it? Wish. Wish, yeah. And giving them to each other. And then opening them up. And them just being completely random gifts. Because if you've been on Wish, you know how the, the algorithm works. You know what pops up. It's weird. Bunch of weird stuff. Be pretty funny to open up. Yeah. Also, I want to get Jacob, who is a Coke connoisseur, not cocaine, the, <laughs> the soda pop, the sodi pop. Uh, we're going to get some like crazy flavors, even good ones, too. Yeah, I'll find retro good. ones. Yeah, there you go. Like Surge. I have a Surge in the house. Okay, well, <laughs> Jacob randomly has a bottle of Surge in his house. It's a can, but... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, we've been going for an hour. Have we? Yeah. So I guess this is a time to... 
drag ourselves out of this hole. Yep. And and we'll bump Joe or Reedy to next week. No, no, Joe, no die. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave that one up to you. You guys have been great. <laughs> what are they, they here? <laughs> Thanks to the live studio audience. You guys have been fantastic. <laughs> this has been this is a really fun episode. Yeah. I've laughed more in the past hour than I have in like yeah, was, probably the past like three months. A, so, so who would have thought it'd be Flat Stanley? <laughs> yeah, Jacob it. getting kidnapped by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be fun to edit. Also, be looking out for the first episode of our podcast, which I will tell you is probably not gonna be as good as this one because I think this one has been very good. Yeah, this one was really good. This one was okay. It was pretty good. Yeah, we were just trying to get our feet yeah. back into the water. It wasn't bad. It was no. just, you know. Yeah. So we'll be back. But until then, if you guys want to listen to our other old podcasts, you could always search it up on anywhere you got podcasts or you could listen to your podcast. Just look up the Boise's podcast. We're there. You can follow us on Twitter. My handle is at underscore Alan Evans underscore Jacobs is at Jacob Sauer. 820. 820. Follow us on there. Also follow us on our Twitter for the podcast, which I can't pull up right now because my phone is down. So I'll put it in the in the whatever it is. Whatever happens. The description below. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I just sound fed up. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Until next time. Y'all stay beautiful. No. They're not coming back. <laughs> no.